Yo, what's good? This your boy ZX Zero, and uh, I got something I've been kind of working on for quite some time. Something that's been in my head, something I can finally put into action. It's a podcast. Uh, at first, I wanted to be just about gaming, but I think it has the potential to be open up uh, to open up. You see, I'm excited because I'm studying my words to open up to other topics. But it's going to be mostly about the things that me and my friends enjoy, me and my friends enjoy, and uh, our conversations, because we have some great com- some great conversations. Um, I might switch it up from time to time. I know a few people might have some conversations with them if they're willing. But uh, I wanted to introduce to you the Afterthought Era, Afterthought Era podcast. It's something I want to do maybe two to three times a month. Um, I already have a select people to um, start it off with me. And uh, I'm going to be talking about a lot of things from a fan standpoint, uh, whether it be wrestling, whether it be video games, music. I just want a lot of things that um, you could talk, we, that we can give our thoughts on from a fan perspective. From a nerd perspective, wow, there's things that we enjoy. So, uh, this is the pilot episode. I hope you like it. Welcome to the Afterthought of an Era podcast. It's time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're recording right now. So, uh, this is, I don't know the name for the podcast yet, but this is an early preview. Uh, we're gonna talk about some topics. We're gonna get it running. Two um, Z TV, ZX Zero on Xbox Live, and I'm with Talk Man. Who, who introduce ourselves? <laughs> Hello, quiet. You got your man Juan out here. You can hear me on YouTube. You can see me on YouTube. Uh, my name Juan J U J U J U A N fifty five. Game Attack on Xbox Two. Well, hey, you got your boy here, Kelly two one six. It's my Gamer Tag. So. This is what we're talking about. Rainbow Six Siege. Now, at the end of the day, lately, there have been a whole lot of new hackers. Hack ain't even a problem. The problem with Rainbow Siege is they don't have a battle lot program. Their servers aren't really protected. Like, you got people literally playing, paying online services to actually hack these uh, to hack these servers to DDoS attack a lot of the games. It's causing a lot of people to leave. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they do. Like, I didn't see a lot of DDoS happening. But in the last like, couple months, even longer than that, because you got a whole like the C's online scene, especially on PC, is that you know once the esport goes, that's it. Well, right but, now on, yeah. on on Xbox, they got it free to play. So right now we dealing with a whole lot of newbies. Yeah, but new, newbies newbies aren't the problem. Like I'm, I'm glad to have new eyes mm-hmm. on it. Like that's the least of my worries. My whole thing is I just don't want it to die out altogether, especially with everything going on with the pro league that I'm getting into in a little bit. But yeah, cheating has been a major problem since the beginning. Like every new patch that comes out opens up the window for a lot of new cheats that's causing people to just stop. You're right. You're right. But at the end of the day, they fix one problem, there's always gonna be another. Yeah, but if they would do like Valorant, like you got a game like Valorant. Who has a registry program where you have to register to play the game to even get it started? So it's like, 
the chances of you like they've been banned. The ban wave on Valorant is if you get caught cheating, you banned for life. Period. There is no second chances. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. Well, the thing I really don't like, really like about Siege right now, bro, is like, like I said, like you just seen a second ago, bro. He just shot me for no reason. A lot of griefing in here for no reason. Well, griefing is a part of being online. Like, there's nothing they can really do about griefing. Like, they've already um, put in, they already implemented the class system where if you're not a certain rank, you can't play with other players to prevent some of it. But griefing is a corner. Yeah, but I shouldn't have like players that's like high level just killing me for no reason. Like, I was just a yeah. dude just wanted to scam and he just shot me. Yeah, I mean, I get it. But that's nothing we can do about that. But it's, um, another, on the other side of the coin, Pro League for Siege seems to be dying as well. Which is something I enjoy. Like, I know y'all don't watch a lot of it, but like, they've moved their um, headquarters for all their tournaments have been moved to Nevada, Las Vegas. And a lot of companies are questioning whether they it could be affordable for them to move those teams there. Like we already lost like two major teams, two former champions, Legion and Evil Geniuses have been just disbanded. Oh. So it's like it's just Siege is in a real, real weird spot right now as far as well, even pro league. That can goes. bring opportunities at the same time, you know. Yeah, it's all right. That can bring opportunities at the same time. I mean, it could bring opportunities, but at the same time, it's like if those companies don't see any value, especially with the COVID situation going on and a whole bunch of other things going on. I can't say COVID. I'm about to leave that out. But um, with, all, with, this, with the pandemic going on and everything that's going on, a lot of companies have lost a lot of money, so they don't see it profitable for them to even move those teams there. And with Legion and the Evil Geniuses being disbanded, they pretty much were OGs to the scene. Like... I don't understand how Siege can even bounce back from that. So tell me, how do you feel about Smurfs? Because it's not like to me, every every time a new operator comes out, we're always getting stuck with little kids. And they well, that's an opportunity for you to, to rank well, up in this game. For me, Smurf I don't really care okay. about the Smurfs. It happens in every game, man. It yeah. really does happen in every game. I mean, yeah, you're, you're right about it, but the thing about it is to say, if you're playing solo and then they keep spamming you with invites and find out you're doing it to a whole bunch of little kids. I honestly think that Smurfing has been dead a long time ago. I haven't felt... Granted, I'm just I'm in and out when it comes to seeds, but I haven't felt like I've been around a lot of Smurfs in a long time. I think ever since... Um, was the update the uh, title bison? Like Smurfing has been dead completely. Like there's nothing. I don't see. Well, Smurfing I wouldn't say. Back at all. I wouldn't say it's been dead because on they have a lot of Smurfs on uh, quick match and we use to play ranks with it. Oh shit, teammate! Ouch! That's <laughs> really good, teammate. I'm playing Siege right now. <laughs> this is a uh, Zeta X's game player Siege. That was a new mistake. Well, go ahead, one. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> But uh, you don't really see that many Smurfs on rank. You mostly see them on a quick match, bro. I mean, once you see a Smurf, it's either they're good at the game or they're a hacker most of the time. Yeah, but I mean, in all reality, that's why people who want a good feeling for the game, they actually play unranked. That's the whole point of unranked, and that's the whole point of unranked and ranked. 
is to get away from stuff like that. Like people who play quick match on scenes, they just want the YouTube views. That's just a chance of it. So like you kind of expect that there. But as far as rank goes, they've done a good job at like eradicating that problem completely. Oh, but all you see on rank right now is uh what this either tryhards or people who love the game and you don't see that many people who love the game because there's a lot of trash talking if you actually look at pc right now bro it's a lot of trash talking on there it's a lot of trash talking but it's a lot of cheating too actually cheating on pc is where it's cheating like console console you get it here and there because microsoft well i'm playing on xbox we play on console so microsoft has put some stuff in the place to kind of to try to prevent that problem but pc as far as pc goes siege that's where it's crumbling and that's where it affects everybody because if siege dies on pc it dies everywhere i can give that a, a 50 50 you know there's some games that have died on pc that's still running on playstation xbox to be real yeah but for like they're not going to switch an entire esport to console and the esports scene is going to Siege a lot if you really think about that. So once that dies, that can kill the game for sure. So since we're on the topic and we're talking about Siege, what do you guys think about Rainbow Six Siege new upcoming game? Oh, the um, Outbreak? Yes. Well, I love honestly, I loved Outbreak when it was... When it was just a game mode for the yearly event, so if we're getting a full game like that, I would not be, I wouldn't even be mad at it. I, I would welcome it. Oh, yeah, I'll agree with you on that, Nick, because I don't think any bad will come for it. I'm hoping with this new update, they will stop hackers on PC or either change a little, change something up. Well, Outbreak is supposed to be its own standalone game. To be, it's supposed to be an all standalone game. This supposed to be a squad shooter, so it's kind of like uh, Left 4 Dead, but it's gonna be the siege operators. Like it's a whole game based around the outbreak game, the outbreak game mode we got. Uh, I forget what season it was, or where Finka and Leon came in. Like, was it uh, the era of the Black Ice or? No, no, no. Legion and Lion came in during outbreak. Like we're getting okay. a whole game centered around that game mode that came with that. So I'm all for it. Cause it was, was fun when we played change, it. Though, man. I need change right now. Well, it's not going to be a part of Siege at all. It's going to be a standalone. It's going to be its own game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be standalone. It's going to be its own game. But uh, speaking of Siege, going back to the topic at hand, what y'all think of the new operators coming to Siege? I, mean, I believe it's going to be a big game changer. I mean, and the, thing, and the thing about it is they actually have a new gadget coming coming as well. Oh, yeah, the area, the proximity sensor. Yes. That's definitely going to be a game changer. So it's actually going to help out uh, Kavira a lot. Oh, yeah, it's definitely going to help out Kavira. Uh, on top of it I'm helping out Kavira, though, if you're slowing around, um, it's the, the new operator, I forget her name, but she has the ability to slow operators, too. That's another game changer. Yeah, but you know when new characters come out, they, they always ban the new characters. And that's what I really like. That grinds my gears. Like I mean, yeah, of course. They're going to ban them for the first week. But, I mean, they're also nerfing a few characters, too. Like Ella, Ella Zofia, which is my favorite. 
And um, Echo are no longer going to slow enemies. They're just going to make them dazed. Because they have one, oper- one um, operator dedicated to slowing the enemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the new defender, she has a gadget that can slow enemies. So because she has that gadget, they're nerfing Ella, Sophia, and Echo. And they're just going to have that drunk effect. They're not going to be slowed anymore from it. On top of the new proximity sensor, that's going to alarm people when they're close to help out certain defenders. A lot of those defenders that have that are losing their impact grenades. Which I I don't think they should lose their impact grenades at all. Like, really? I don't like it. Taking them away, or are they just like. They're taking, they're taking them away. They're taking not they're away from every character. So like Caviar mm-hmm. is going to have the proximity sensor, but mm-hmm. she's no longer going to have impact grenades, which is going to slow her roaming and like dramatically. So I mean, I mean, the, <laughs> I mean, if they think about it, is this she really don't need the impacts because she do have a shotgun as well as a primary. Yeah, but would, that takes out me, the meta. But. For me, I would rather use the uh, proximity, you know, um, impacts to get through walls quicker or hatches, you know. Shotgun, it really takes like, how many shots? Like two, three to even break over some. I, had to, I believe it takes one or two. The impact they just, just exploded at once. But yeah, I mean, it takes like, two. Uh, castle, but you, gotta, you know. Yeah, but you gotta look at it from this perspective. So, oh yeah, Castle's using his losing his impacts, but it works for Castle because Castle has the secondary as a shotgun, as opposed to someone like um, Cavi, who can break open those. Like you want to break open those trap doors so you can increase, so you can quickly go from floor to floor as she's roaming. Like I like to use those impacts to open up walls or whatever. So create another opportunity for me to catch the enemy off guard. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So taking that away from her, it kind of, to me, it kind of slows her down a bit because of the simple fact that you no longer have those opportunities. You can't just blow open a hatch. Because for me, a long range cavalry is better than a slow range cavalry. True. Than a close range cavalry. I don't want to be close range unless I'm ready to take an opponent down and interrogate. I want to keep myself safe, but I also want to keep the wrong pressure going as well. So taking those impacts away only serves to slow me down or force me to find other means to get that done. That's the way I look at it. Oh, I fell for the name. We can't have that here, y'all. Go ahead. Are they uh, changing any weapons to siege up right now, or are they keeping the same weapons? Or... Oh, the weapon meta is staying. The weapon what meta is? as it is is staying. Because I know they changed up a couple, uh, like the um, defense. They doesn't have ACOGs no more. Yeah, but they're not. They're not changing that. The only thing changing is the gadgets. The gadgets, uh huh. The gadget yeah. rules. This uh, that's, proximity mines, or yeah, that's it. This is proximity mines. They ain't bring anything else new. Uh, all right, they ain't bring nothing else new. Just that. Yeah, no, they're not bringing any uh, new weapons. Each operator is going to launch weapons mm-hmm. that are already in the game. On a new topic, how do y'all feel about the house getting reworked? I don't care. It's not wow. my rank. I'll I'll play rank. 
Like me, honestly, I play ranked. I love house. I miss house, but it doesn't affect ranked in any way. Hey, I thought I just, I thought I already killed Vision. Uh, Vision's uh, still alive. Yeah. For me, house. I like house. It's small, easy to get into. Real, it's quick pace. You know. Well, yeah, you give us your thoughts, Juan. You play casual. <laughs> um, yeah. <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I do play casual. I do play casual a lot. You know, that's when I'm like, it's first getting on. Gotta <laughs> get the skills up a little. Me, I'm not. I'm not about casual. You know, my saying is go big, go home. You know. At the end of the day, <laughs> you already know. At the end of the day, I want. I want to. I want to win a match. And knowing that I can progress, then actually play casual, and then you get people that's not taking it serious. That is, yeah, 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 yeah. That is true. But um, casual and rank, what would you think about both of them? Oh, casual rank. Well, okay. The, the thing about one thing about rank, you get a lot of people that choose not to use. They might not communicate with their team members, mm-hmm. like not doing no type of call out. But sometimes in casual, you'll get people that might wind up doing the call out. I, as far as I know, there's more people that do call out in casual than it is in rank. Which is an odd thing to hear because, you know, a lot of people who play casual don't got the, don't even have the goal to try to play rank. They don't like the pressure. Well, I mean, you, you gotta look at the real reason why people use their mics in casual is it, just because they want to make fun of their teammates. Or trash talk. So is that your way of saying that casual is a real toxic environment? Yes, it's, oh. it's real toxic. I mean, toxic it, 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 real. I mean, the thing, thing about it is, is it's a more team killing in casual than it is in rank. Well, I mean, I like, I, I think I want to say it's an age difference, but I can't even really say that because there's a lot of teenagers who play casual or who play ranked as well, so. I don't even want to put an age gap in between that. I just think, I don't know. I just think, like, people take casual to have fun with the game. Which, I mean, rank can be fun, too. It all depends on what your definition of fun is. You know? Like, me personally, I can't, I just can't see myself playing casual. Especially playing ranked on a normal basis because the skill gap for casual and the skill gap for ranked is completely different. Well, you're right about that, but like, like I just seen like just like a second ago, like I feel like they treat the like casual and rank are basically the same thing to me. Like I just seen what a Montaigne trying to reach in as a uh, who was it? As a I mean a blitz trying to bleep, um, reach in and everything. And uh, Grillock was that Grillock? Yeah, Grillock uh, shot his breach charge. Right. Yeah, so I feel like it's troll on both part rank and casual. It doesn't seem different to me. Playing style, yes, sometimes you do find skilled players in rank a lot. As into casual, it's not that many skilled players. Like you said, they just play to have fun, or like you said, to troll or do do anything else. I mean, I guess that's fine if that's what suits your fancy. I just, I just like the slower. Plus, like casuals play more at like a semi-slower pace. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, not casual, but rank. Like ranks play more at like a semi-slower pace. Like casual, it's like okay, let's just go. Whereas in rank, you have to kind of play mental chess with the other team because you don't know what they're doing or how they're setting up. You may know the basic strategies from pro league that are implemented, but you don't know how they're implemented. If that makes sense. 
Well, if so, you play this game long enough, you will know what most people do. Like, you will know. But rank is forever changing. That's why I stay on top of Pro League. And why it sucks right now that I can't really watch Pro League the same because whatever happens in Pro League, nine times out of ten is going to come over and rank because it's those fans that are playing. If that makes sense. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but you don't really need to look at Pro League for Pro Tips. Really, you can look at like what, like for me, for me right now, I look at a lot of Mini uh, Marley videos and everything. Shout out to him. He, he's a he's a god player. Uh, that's how I see it, man. One taps he does the flicks, the drop shots, shows you good tricks to do in uh, rank casual. But it's the same thing. Like you're just watching somebody who's specifically drawing. Right? Like I just seen yeah. some things pulled off in pro league where I'm just like, yeah, I gotta do that. And it's beyond drop shotting and like angles and stuff like that. Like. I, I get more map knowledge watching the pros play than I would somebody who's like, here, hey, do this, and here's how you do that, and here's where you need to be for this. Okay. So there's something else I want, I want to talk to you guys about. What do you think about the one and only Lord Chachanka and his new rework? <laughs> if it's coming, <laughs> they, they haven't, I haven't seen anything about Lord Chachanka since they talked about it. Like, <laughs> well, Okay. <laughs> Now, now hit the gun they're giving him. I believe it's it's gonna be OP. I don't think it is. It's gonna be OP. I don't think it's gonna be OP. And here's why. So they're taking away his primary. Yes, but but his his, his primary they're taking away and they're and they're giving it to him, saying that weapon right there is gonna be OP regardless because it it, it can it's basically a soft breaching gun. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be OP considering the fact that with Chachanka, that had, with him holding it and it not being mounted, that's going to have uncontrollable recoil. Like, unless you burst tap that thing, you're not going to be able to control the recoil. And they're not putting really any attachments to it. Maybe a scope. Like, he's going to have a handheld mounted machine gun that he's going to hold. There's no way you can control that recoil. Okay. Not but, precisely. But, but the thing about it is you kind of... Like we all know before, that gun puts out massive amount of damage. So imagine him walking around, peeking around corners. Yeah, but it's also slowing down his mobility. You gotta understand that Chachanka is a, a one-speed, three-armor operator. So he's not gonna have the mobility to even be effective unless but the thing he's about, an anchor. But the thing about it is, he always been an anchor. So who will actually so, choose Chachanka and choose to be a roamer? Somebody gonna try. Come on, this is well, yeah, somebody Somebody's gonna try. Most you don't, don't, don't live that room, man. They set up their turrets and they just sit in one place. They just set up the shield that's under it, put the shield under, take their feet, set up in one corner. I haven't really seen that many Roman Chuchungas. I just, I, you know, basically, basically, I've seen a small few footage of gameplay, and I really believe that the grenade launcher they're giving him. It's gonna have more wide range of effect, more than Capital's bows. What's the what's the damage output? What's the grenade launcher? It's gonna be a fire. It's gonna be a um a napalm grenade launcher, but the uh it's not even about the damage. It's gonna have the same. It's gonna have the same time frame as Goyo's shields, volcano shields. Mm-hmm. So with that, I'm not really worried about it. Like that's um, a wide range. Those shields don't burn that long. 
Yeah, but, but the they thing do. About it is it... They do enough damage to kill you if you're in there for for like a second or two. No, they do enough damage to down you. If you catch it at the beginning of the timestamp, once the once the volcano shield explodes, it does enough damage to down you. Now, if you're down and it explodes, it takes two operator gadgets to kill with those shields. That's the point of it. They're meant to slow the enemy, not to actually like take them out. So you can get down by a volcano shield, but you won't die. So how many rounds you how many rounds you actually think they're gonna give them? It's gonna be something fair. It's not gonna be no like they're not gonna overdo it. It's gonna be something fair. It's definitely gonna be something fair. On the next note, how how do you how are y'all feeling on the uh, pick and ban system and right now? The been pick picking... and ban system as it stands. <sighs> I like the pick and ban system as it stands. As in, as I just in the don't... current state right now, man, they've been banning weird people, like really weird people. Like Thatcher uh, is a new ban for me. Never thought nobody would ban him. As it stands, I like the pick and ban system. I have no issue with it. I just think it can be improved. Like, say we get these new operators, right? There are people mm-hmm. who don't get the new operators for early access. They like to ban the new operators the um, the first week or the first two weeks or the first month. I think the last two operators were banned for like the first month before anybody got to play with them. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that if they can implement something in the pick and ban system where to where like newer operators have a grace period where they can't be banned. Well, or... I, mean, I, I mean, as you, I really feel that if the people that that do not have the operators, they shouldn't have the option to actually ban the new operators. I mean, they can have the option that or how... Go ahead. That can work and everything, but I, I would even say to do that, you know, because the way the gaming community going as it is, man, you know how some people cries over a lot of things. But as Nike said, you shouldn't. They should have a grace period where they can't ban them for like a week until it actually comes out. Well, until everybody like, oh, I'll give it a week or two, should I say? Either that, or just have it so that the new operators aren't playable in rank until the um, until for a week. Make them casual for a week and then bring them in. I think people will be happy with that because the Siege community as a whole, like, they're not really picky. Honestly. I mean, the most they are, they'll play about, the most that they'll bitch about is if, like, say, when uh, Ying became a little bit too powerful, mm-hmm. having all those smoke grenades. Like, we'll bitch about that. But ah. if they were to make the new operators like either um, uh, immune for like the first two weeks from being mm-hmm. picked, from being banned or to like have them in casual for a week before they launch in the rank I think that'd be okay like I'd be yeah, happy with that I agree with you I agree with you on that I'd be happy with that like me personally like, I think one thing that really needs an update is the cosmetic story uh, yeah either, <laughs> I, like, I love the way it looks prices, but, uh, or do something it's Same not even about the prices. Price. Like the prices are fair. They just need, you know, they just need to upload some new cosmetics. I mean, the same cosmetics have been sitting there outside of the elite skins for a minute now. But for like what season two or three, or probably one. 
outside of the new elite skins that they keep bringing out every year, like the cosmetic store has not changed. Like weapon skins and all, like it's not really changed all that much. For me, I haven't really looked at the cosmetics, and you know, I probably scrolled through them once or twice. But uh, for me, I just play that fun. So I just think it's sad when your Twitch Prime reward has better cosmetics for seeds and seeds and stuff. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just it's, it's just it's just it's just me. Like, <laughs> I mean, we we had all these events. Like, when the last time we had a big event? We haven't gotten um, another battle pass. A big event, I would think the last one was the battle pass with the uh, was it the not the air fruit base, but what was it? The, uh, the new um, with the, the, uh, the, the, the pro league, right? Yeah, we have we haven't had a new battle pass in, since COVID. Yeah, yeah, we we haven't, you know, we haven't. I'm hoping they're bringing another one out. Hoping. I think that those cosmetics need to go on the store. Put them in the store. If you're not going to do anything with them, put them in the store. That's the way I look at it. Somebody's in there, Ike. To your left. I'm down. They're about to come out again. Uh, yeah, no, no, they're not. Mm-hmm. And you guys are fighting hard, huh? Yeah, we have to, man. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, they haven't done any battle pass. Like, only updates for Siege has been nothing but bad news, actually. It's been all bad news since all of it started. It's almost like the game is at a standstill. I mean, they had some esports, online esports events happening, but other than that, there has done nothing to, like, update the game, really. Well, let's see what they're like. You know, you're right about that. Well, let's see what they're actually bringing in this new season and well, what they're actually going to do. I'm hope, like I said, I'm hoping they change us. Any, I don't care what it is, anything. That's what I'm hoping to. Like, uh, I'm hoping that too. Y'all think he's, he's going to fall for it? I don't know if he's going <laughs> to fall for it. <laughs> hoping, hoping. <laughs> he might come around <laughs> on you, so be careful. Might have jumped through that window right there to your right. You might have jumped in there. I'll be getting close to you. Mind you, this is still being recorded, John. <laughs> yes, but I, I, got, I, got, I got right there, so. <laughs> oh, no. That's going to be funny. Uh, how, how are you feeling with uh, people, like community wise, to Siege? Oh. Siege still has, to me, outside of Mixer. Steve, Siege has the best community of any game I've ever been a part of. Like, even with the, the minimal toxicity, like, even with the, like, you know, the little quirky stuff. But, like, for the most part, I've run into nothing but good people on Siege. No, hey. it's uh, for me, 50 50. You know, I like to <laughs> capture, so you might have not met too many toxic people in rank, but I've met a lot of toxic people in, um, and casual a lot, you know. Either you either get an ace, they uh, send you a message, you know, call you whatever they call you. So are you brown? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, hey, it's uh, just like a lot, you know, when I'm ace or if I'm going hard on, on them and everything. Either it's either that or as like I said, they might de dot you or they yeah, might cheat. But 
DDoS in this, like, who DDoS is casual? Like, I'm not saying it's okay. It's by any means. It's by all means, like, the most fucked up thing you could do to somebody. Like, I don't care. But I mean, who DDoS is casual? Like, like that's like an ultimate dick move. Oh, yeah, but you read about that, but a lot of people still do it to this day. A lot of people, and I, I've seen it. I've been a victim myself of it. Yeah, because I know it's like they're in a whole lot of racist profiling. And more likely, it's more like coming from little kids. They like they, they send you invites to their party, and you're thinking that, that you got a good team, and find out they just start using profanity and start calling you the N word. But uh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> any community on any game, as in, as in gaming, as in whole right now. Like Call of Duty does it a lot, man. I didn't see it on Call of Duty, Tekken, like I said, Siege. Any any game really you find that, you know. It's like yeah, really but that sounds a lot. That says a lot about their parents, though. Also, real shit. Like that says a lot about their parents. That little Timmy can get on here and call me the N word and go to sleep at night, and his parents don't know that he said it. Get out of here. So all, all the little Jimmys in the world, because I know it's gonna be kids that watch this mm-hmm. and listen to this podcast, because you know it's about gaming. So to all the little Jimmys in the world, quit using the N word. Because if I was a little Jimmy and I saw I heard you use it, I'd probably beat you up in school and take the suspension with a smile and not get in trouble. So please, little Jimmys, stop using the N word. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, uh, that's a nice little 30-minute snippet of what's to come with this podcast. I'm trying to think about a title Everybody for it. I don't have a today. title. Everybody is getting a shield today. But uh, I kinda, I'm kind of i going to kind of figure out a name for this podcast. I don't know what to really call it yet, so I'm going to run some stuff through. So, uh, for now, this is just the pilot. You have been listening to the 2ZTV Spot Podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at 2ZTV on there, on Facebook, not Facebook, scratch Facebook, but on Twitter and Instagram at 2ZTV on there. You will find this on Google Podcasts to come and on YouTube at 2ZTV. I'm your host, ZX0, aka Nike, since somebody want to use my government name, Juwan. <laughs> but this is a but this is a this is a the X hero. This is um, this, this is Killer Eye. And we'll see y'all on the next podcast. Peace. <laughs>